Hello, welcome back to the Lean Forward Podcast, where I am broadcasting to you. This is Lawrence, the vision strategist. I am so excited. This is the second episode of this podcast. I have some great things to share with you. I'm going to be sharing a little bit of my experience going into business and the process of healing. And that's going to segue into our next series where we really talk about healing before and during business endeavors. So stick around and enjoy this episode. Hello again, this is Lawrence. I am so glad that you guys are sticking around for this next episode here. Um, Last episode, I kind of did a bit of an introduction of what I do, what this podcast is all about. And so today we're going to take it a step further. I'm going to discuss a little bit of my experience getting into the business and how that really um, how that process looked like throughout uh, me healing and all that good stuff. Um, and then again, we're going to talk about the next couple of episodes here that we're going to have some special guests that's going to join in, that's going to also share their experience as going into business and how it involved healing. So without further ado, I did mention it within the last episode about not finishing college and not um, having a degree. And so you can imagine, again, the amount of rejection, the amount of of disappointment that I might have gone through throughout the years. And so I'm open to share that experience. What did that look like and how it impacted my growth and what it took for me to really get past that so that I can finally start seeing results in my business, results in my personal life and so on. And so dealing with, um, Rejection. Rejection is a serious matter. I know many of us experience rejection in many ways. And during my course of career growth, because I did not graduate with a degree or any degree and at that matter, you know, I do have a high school diploma, but after that, um, I did com- go through university, a four-year um, school university. I also decided to do school online, but I just did not manage to complete it. And so during that process, applying for job after job, I was trying to get jobs that I knew would be a good fit for me career-wise, but a lot of the requirements was that you needed some type of either associate's degree or a bachelor's degree. We're not even going to get into the master's degree that a lot of jobs were um, requiring in order to apply. And so from those moments, I've dealt with a lot of rejection in my career. How did that affect me? Well, yes, that really made me feel like I was unqualified, that I was unable to do things. I felt like I was just not skilled enough. I began to question every skill that I had. I began to question the things that I knew I was good at, the things that I've developed over the years. And I decided I developed a mindset. Those things had no value. Why? 
because I did not accomplish something that I felt was important at the time. And so I had to deal with that. I had to heal from that. I had to heal from the rejection. I had to realize that I am more than enough, that I am capable, that I am qualified to do something. And I know many of us, we go through life, we go through our journey uh, experiencing letdowns and disappointments, and those letdowns can play into our insecurities, right? It makes us feel insecure about certain things. And so I really want to encourage you all that don't allow those things, those moments, those times where you felt rejected, those times where you felt like you weren't enough, don't allow those things to uh, force your insecurities to grow. Because at the end of the day, you are qualified you can do this thing you can go beyond the limitations that you set upon yourself and that's the other thing when you start to allow rejection to creep in and you will start to allow your insecurities to lead you you begin to set limitations upon yourself you begin to uh, to convince yourself that you cannot do certain things especially the things that you have been doing for a long time and the thing is we start to downplay the the basic skills that we do have not realizing those basic skills are something that we can build upon and those things that we can strengthen and we can really make something out of it um, when i was at my last job as a paralegal uh, a litigation paralegal i came to the realization that i was not a secretary why is this a huge eye opener? Because in many times in the past, I would try to conform in, uh, into something or a position or a job that many thought that I should be doing, but I never considered the things that I either was passionate about or things that I knew I was capable of doing myself. So I begin to downplay, you begin to downplay those skills and those things that you can build upon and create. And so me coming to the realization, I came to the realization that I was not a secretary, that opened up a new door of identity for me. I begin to understand that I am a visionary person. And when you are a visionary person, that means that you tend to think on a broader scale. You don't always think about the intricate details of a plan. There's a good side and a bad side to that. The good side is you can see the big picture, right? You can see the everything from, a, from an aerial point of view. You can see the whole plan. You can you can kind of see the finished product before you even begin. That's the benefits of being a visionary. However, the other side to it is because you don't often pay attention to the details, you might miss some of the small things. Right. And that's why I struggled so much throughout my careers, because I was in a position that was very detailed oriented, but I was a broad thinker. I was a much bigger picture thinker. And therefore I realize now and I'm not that much of a detailed thinker. I need to collaborate with people who are actually good at looking at the details of something. That doesn't mean that you are a failure. It doesn't mean that you uh, are impartial in the work that you do. That just simply means that you understand your areas of strengths and your areas of opportunities. 
And instead of trying to beat at the areas of opportunities, you learn to find people and connect with those who are strong in your area of opportunity. That's how we build a collective effort. That's how we become a team. And that's how we learn to collaborate with others. And when you rely on others' strengths and not just you thinking that you can do this by yourself. And so I understood at that moment that I am a visionary. So these are some of the things that I want you to take away from this episode. Number one, I want you to take the limitations off of you. Yes, rejection has had its time in your past, but that's it. It is the past. Now I need you to walk in, uh, uh, walk in dignity. I want you to walk in acceptance, knowing that just because people have rejected you in the past does not mean that your future has been rejected. It does not mean that no one is on your side. You just have to take time to find your group, your tribe, the people that you will support you as well as you support them. But I need you to take the limitations off of you. I need you to go back and review the skills, the talents that you've developed over the years. And I need you to reevaluate those things because over the years when you have dealt with rejection, just as I stated earlier, you start to downplay your own skills. You start to downplay your own talents. You start to downplay your own experience and you just think that you are inadequate. But that is not true. That's what rejection does to us. So in this healing process, you have to learn to take the limitations off of you. You have to remember that rejection is simply redirection. When someone or something is rejected, it just simply means it's time to change your course of action. It doesn't mean that you need to give up on you and your purpose. It means you need to reevaluate your course of action and decide what you're going to do at this point. Should I alter and adjust so that I can move forward? And that's exactly what we do in the midst of rejection. What we must learn to do at least. We must learn to evaluate that moment and not put it upon ourselves that we are failing or that we are no good or we are of no value. That just means that the relationship or the network that we're trying to build is not for that moment, is not for that time. And it may never be, but we have to be okay with that and we have to learn to readjust and to move forward. So number one, take the limits off. Number two, Reevaluate, reevaluate what it is that you're doing. Go back to those skills, go back to those talents. And number three, build, build again, build on those skills and those talents that you have laid aside due to rejection, that you've laid aside due to disappointments, that you have laid aside due to insecurities. Reevaluate those skills and understand that those are not just because someone rejects you does not mean that it becomes an area of opportunity or a weakness. OK, sometimes it just means simply means that connection is just not there, but it does not mean that your strength is incorrect. Sometimes our skills and our strength are exactly where they need to be. It just not for that other party or that network or that relationship. So I'm going to repeat those last three steps because they are so good and they are so important. Number one, remove the limitations. Number two, reevaluate your strengths and your talents. And number three, 
you need to build on top of that, okay? So as we're getting ready to say to um, go into our next episodes, I have some very, very ex- astonishing guests that's going to be joining us, and they're going to be sharing their story on how they dealt with healing before and during business growth, because it happens, you guys. There is a healing side of business growth that we have to endure, because if we don't deal with the internal challenges, how can we go out and build our own business dealing with with uh, complete strangers? So we have to be confident in ourselves. We have to be confident in the service we provide. We have to be confident in the product that we provide. And that does not start with the affirmation of your customer. That starts with the affirmation of yourself, okay? So until next time, this is Lawrence. I am your vision strategist. I thank you so much for joining this episode. If you enjoyed anything that was said today and you can take away something, I just need you to go ahead and do a couple things. I need you to go ahead and find us on Facebook and find us on uh, on YouTube. And I need you to subscribe and follow us. Or just search uh, Lean Forward Podcast and we begin to follow us, begin to interact with us. Facebook is going to be that page where I'm going to be doing a lot of interaction with those who are uh, engaged with me as well. So find those, find us on those two platforms, begin to follow us. If you're on Clubhouse, Look me up um, at Silent Lauren Sally and follow me on there as well because I am releasing along with a, a few uh, colleagues of mine. We're releasing some heavy, strong content exclusively on Clubhouse. So um, again, I thank you for subscribing to this podcast. I thank you for tuning in every week and just stick around some more because next week, next episode, we have some powerful influencers that's going to be coming and joining me on this podcast. All right. Until next time, be blessed.